1: We are back with our regularly scheduled Monday, and I hope you're ready to get your week started right, because I have with me an amazing person who is doing an amazing thing. She nerds out about something that is having an amazingly massive impact. You like I've been using amazing a lot? And besides, it's just so cool. Let's rock it. Well, I'm Real Brian, and uh, thank you for joining me here today. Really, really appreciate it. You know, I'm loving this weather. It's crazy. We we are all over the place in Colorado right now. We've had cool days. We've had rain. We've had you know 95 to uh, 100 degrees, and it just I, it's crazy. It's crazy. Currently, at least from where I'm sitting, it's cloudy, and I'm hoping it's going to rain. Yes, bring it on. Come on, it's going to be fun. Well, happy Monday. Seriously, very excited, and uh, I I get to bring this person on, was actually introduced to this person by Kevin, the podcast overlord, and uh, wow, this person, she's fantastic. She's doing something very cool, and she's also doing something that may benefit you, but you've only got two days, because today, being that it is June 12th, the time of the airing, that is, you have until Wednesday, June 14th. So that's two days from the time of airing, but depending on when you're listening to this. We've got a sweepstakes that you can enter that might possibly allow you to get to San Diego comic-con in July. So stay tuned for more information, but I get to bring on a woman by the name of Emily Moberly, and she is the founder and CEO of traveling stories dedicated to helping kids fall in love with reading by the fourth grade. Since 2010, Emily and her team have established eight international libraries and six story tent literacy programs in Southern California More than 6,400 children improve their reading skills through traveling stories programs each year. Emily was actually named one of the top 10 female entrepreneurs to watch in San Diego by Forbes magazine. Microsoft featured her in their Do More campaign. Local news organizations in San Diego awarded her for a leadership award. And in 2015, San Diego magazine named her a finalist for the San Diego Woman of the Year Award. So she's done a lot. I'm very excited to bring Emily on the show. We've got an amazing story of her nerding out on some very cool stuff. Emily, welcome to The Real Brian Show. Thanks for joining me.
0: Thanks for having me. Great to be here.
1: I got excited because this this all started when Kevin said, have you heard of this show called on Earp? And then he explained it to me and I thought, this sounds awesome. I've got to go check it out. So went and watched it, loved it. And then, of course, he was doing the podcast and he was having so much uh, just awesome success but more importantly, is that, you know, the fans loved what he did. And uh, also, I got to hear how you guys were all connected and that the the show, the show runners, the cast, I mean, everybody involved with Winona Earp and Kevin and his co-host was just like this huge family, basically. And I was so impressed by that. And also, I know you're working on some very cool things right now as well that I want to hear about. But uh, before we get any further, yeah. what are you nerding out about right now?
0: Oh man, the stuff I'm nerding out about right now is like so boring. Um, probably <laughs> it's like nonprofit operations. <laughs> it's like how to hire somebody. But beyond that, I'm pretty stoked about Wonder Woman. I mean, who isn't? Oh, yes, I've seen it twice already. Oh my goodness! Fantastic. I, I just I love everything about the movie. I love her and like made me cry. Made me want to go beat not beat someone up, but you made me feel like I could. <laughs> Uh, so I guess I'm nerding out about that. I even have like this promo wonder woman shirt that I've been wearing almost every day uh, in my apartment. I change when I go out of the house, but you know, I just love it. I love her. I love it. I want to be wonder woman.
1: Why why do you change when you go out of the house? I mean, I think you should just wear that shirt. around. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I should, but it's getting dirty and smelly, um, which doesn't bother me, but I have a small office, like I mentioned earlier, and sometimes people are in the office and they started smelling me. Um, so I'm trying to, you know, just be thoughtful. (laughs) <laughs> so it, I'll wash it and then I'll wear it.
1: I was going to say, is that one of those shirts where you can't wash because then it like takes the luck away?
0: Uh, No, definitely not. I just don't do laundry. <laughs> laundry is like I have to take the stairs, which is like five uh, flights down. It's a lot of work.
1: I, so. I, I understand. Well, hey, you know yeah. that was an amazing movie. I, I did see it finally, and it was oh my gosh, that's what DC's needed. Oh, so good, <sighs> loved it. I mean, it.
0: we all need it. Goodness gracious, what's like true. what's going on in the world right now? It's just so nice.
1: You know w- what's interesting is that I, I've seen certain things, you know, where they. One person group or whatever will get maybe beaten down, and then someone else will rise up and all that. One thing I loved about Wonder Woman is that everyone—well, I mean, it was like good and evil kind of thing, but other than that, like everyone was really lifted up and respected equally, and I loved that. I'm like, oh my gosh, we so needed that.
0: That is true. I didn't. I mean, that's yeah. The when you think about it, you know what? They really played up her empathy. You know, like I feel like other characters are compassionate. Other superheroes are compassionate. They want to do good. But I feel like with Wonder Woman, I got the sense that like if she didn't do good, other people's pain hurt her, you know? And so I just, I don't know. I really resonated with her and with that. And I think, um, you know, I think that's part of the reason why, yeah, we felt like everyone got elevated and lifted up. Gosh, so great. I mean, so so you're nerding (laughs) out about Wonder
1: Woman and and nonprofits. Uh, So tell me about this nonprofit stuff that you're doing.
0: I started a nonprofit uh, actually seven years ago, 2010. And it's called Traveling Stories. And our whole mission, everything we do, everything that we're excited about, everything that we work on, um, is getting kids excited about reading by the fourth grade. Hmm. So our whole mission is how do we help kids fall in love with reading by the fourth grade? And and the reason for that is, one, I love reading. I'm a total book nerd. Nancy Drew was legitimately my best friend nice. like growing up. <laughs> she still kind of is. No one really measures up. I was Hardy Boys. Oh, ah, yeah. yes. Hardy Boys were great, too. I mean, yeah. they love Nancy. So yeah, Exactly, hey. exactly. <laughs> But you know what i what I realized like as I got older and and through some different experiences and through research, there are so many kids in America who cannot read proficiently. it's eighty two percent of kids in low-income families are not able to read um, proficiently by the fourth grade. eighty two percent. I mean, that's wow. ridiculous. It and is. then if you're, like if you're not reading at your grade level, that makes you up to 15 times more likely to drop out of school. If you're dropping out of school, um, statistically, you're not qualified for about 90% of jobs. You know, So it's just like the cycle of less opportunity, less earning potential. Uh, traveling stories were all about reading, but the overall goal is how do we empower these kids to be independent and self-reliant and to outsmart poverty you know, and and reading is such a huge tool for that. Being able to read, being able to think critically, mm-hmm. to imagine, to uh, solve problems—all of that can be strengthened uh, with your reading skills. As I'm sure you and a lot of our listeners, you know, they can they can relate to that.
1: Oh yeah. So this is—I I like what you said though. That obviously you want them to be proficient by fourth grade, but you said something that I I really resonated with was fall in love with reading as well. Yeah, and absolutely. I got to tell you, like I, I grew up loving reading as well. I had—I mean, I read books constantly. But I'll tell you, I got into, oh, I don't know what grade it was, but I got into some grade. And then you start reading textbooks, which are not written for anyone other than scholars and professors. And I stopped reading because I was, I hated it. Yeah. And so the idea of falling in love with reading, like what are you doing to entice or, or encourage that?
0: Yeah, I'm so glad you asked, oh my goodness, because we actually have, like, we do a lot of things on purpose to do that. <laughs> yeah. um, so a while ago, you know, we were looking, we're like, there's other organizations, they're doing these cool things. What can we do that's different to help the kids who are falling through the cracks? Um, so what we did is we created a story tent program, and it's a mobile tent that we take out uh, into the community to non-educational environments. Um, right now we're primarily at farmers markets. Mm-hmm. But we're in San Diego, so you know the weather's nice. We have a lot of markets that are in lots of different neighborhoods, including low-income neighborhoods. So we set up our tent at the farmers market, and kids come in. Uh, they sign in, they pick out books that they like, they read out loud with a volunteer. And so at our tent, it gets really crazy because you have all these kids reading at the same time out loud. You know, some of them are bouncing off the walls, some are laying <laughs> on the ground. Like it's very where however you're comfortable. You know, it's it's not school, so you can do you can get away with a lot more. And then the biggest thing is for every book they read, they get a book buck. And a book buck is like Monopoly money or fake money. And the kids can negotiate. So if a kid reads a really challenging book or they take a book home like Harry Potter, they read it, uh, they come back, they tell a volunteer all about it, uh, they can actually negotiate and say, hey, that's worth 25 book bucks or 30 book bucks. Mm-hmm. And based on their skills and their negotiation power, they can actually earn more. Uh, and then with all that, that fake money, they can buy prizes. Like right now we're doing a summer reading challenge and some of those prizes are back to school items. They can buy stuff like toys, candy, or they can buy things like a gift card to buy new shoes for the first day of school. Things that are, you know, maybe things that we take for granted, but for them, for some of the kids in the program, they've never had new shoes because they get hand-me-downs year after year. Mm -hmm. And to be able to use their money, their fake money to buy these new shoes, I've seen it happen. Kids walk around, you know, they're super confident and proud because they bought their own shoes they didn't need any charity they didn't need anyone helping them and they did that by reading and so it communicates not only are they t- taking care of themselves but it says hey like by reading not only did i enjoy it but i it also gave me like new shoes it also gave me new opportunity it gave me power so it's, oh, it's so exciting i love 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 my job i love getting to see kids fall in love with reading and and um, coming to the story tent, it's just super rewarding.
1: Yeah, that is really incredible. I love how you're doing this. Seriously, this makes yeah. so much sense. Because, oh my gosh, I mean, I I talk about this a lot on the show too. You know, things things we all learn in life, and really, you know, especially in the school system. I don't yeah. remember being taught how to negotiate. You know, like if I say, hey, I I did this, and and I read a, a very challenging book. You know, I read Moby Dick. Oh my gosh, and so yeah. I want to negotiate for more quote book bucks right and make more fake money and then buy the new shoes and i like how you're saying it's not just about the candy and the fun stuff but it is about actual legitimate functional things that they need Mm -hmm. to survive or have you know healthy feet or whatever and the confidence and the power you were talking about oh my gosh i mean how many times do we learn that through school systems or in general life yeah not very often i I don't know
0: yeah i'm like uh, (laughs) yeah i'm
1: like (laughs) not much I
0: Usually love that. it's like the hard way. Yeah, I, it's so you know it's been so 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 exciting. We just opened. Um, we have three tents every week in San Diego, but we have this this social franchise model where someone can actually start their own story tent under our umbrella, um, in their own community. And so we just I'm really excited, and I'm also kind of stressed out and tired because <laughs> we just started two yeah. new programs, one in Arkansas and one in um, Nashville, Tennessee. Wow. You know, it's just I don't know. I feel like this proud mother who is seeing her children grow and expand. And you know, it's, I mean, how crazy is it that this little, little idea I had seven years ago is now inspiring kids in Arkansas, you know, to read and to earn money and to develop those leadership skills and all of that. Super exciting.
1: So you're a book nerd, but I mean, how did you come up with this idea? What was it that you were like, I've got to do this?
0: Yeah, good question. It started after college. I moved to Honduras for a year Mm. uh, and I was a teacher and that's kind of where I first started realizing, whoa, some kids don't have access to books or don't love reading. And to be honest, I didn't want to start a nonprofit. I wanted to be this weird book lady who took trips every year <laughs> and just took a suitcase full of books and like handed yeah. them out to kids. Probably kind of creepy, but whatever. In my mind it sounded like a good idea.
1: <laughs> well, at least it's not candy.
0: Yeah, that's true. Although I'm sure I would have tried candy too. <laughs> Um, so I was telling this, you know, like I, I was, I was probably 22 at the time. It was about eight years ago. Or I don't know how old I was, whatever math I can read and math isn't my skill.
1: <laughs> Understood.
0: <laughs> um, so I was telling my friends, I was like, Hey, I want to do this. Like I want to give kids books and all this stuff. And they said, Hey, that's cool. But you know, can we be involved? And then enough of them started saying that, um, to where I was like, Whoa, okay. If you, they all said like, Hey, you need to start a nonprofit cause we want to be a part of this. We want to be official. We want to like donate money and get tax write-offs. And so I said, okay, guys, like, it's going to cost, you know what, I think like $1,500 to make this a nonprofit with the filing fees and all that. And I said, if you guys raise the money, I'll dedicate my time and make sure it's a success. And lo and behold, like five days later, we had all the money. Wow. <laughs> and so I had to, you know, I had to pull my end. Um, so that was seven years ago.
1: That's incredible.
0: The, the long version of the short story. <laughs>
1: sure. No, I mean, it's amazing how, you know, you, you, First of all, you, you know you nerd out about books in general, so I think that's one yeah. amazing thing too. You've got a passion for that, so you saw the need. Uh, yeah. But then being able to go out there and partner with some people and make it happen is incredible. These kind of stories are, are, are amazing because you know you you see people who have passions like this that try to start this stuff and it never gets off the ground. So when you actually see it happen and impact <laughs> so many people, it's like this is amazing. I love it.
0: Yay, well I love your enthusiasm. It's you know, it's not easy, but no um, not at all. And it wouldn't it wouldn't have happened without all those people and without people like you and Kevin, without the the people over at the Winona Earp Show, with IDW, you know, like it's been amazing to see how traveling stories has grown and how it's opened the door to meet so many incredible people. And, you know, it kinda comes back to the whole book thing. I think books and stories are just such a powerful way to connect with people. You may not have a lot in common. You and I haven't really even met. You know, we haven't met. We haven't talked a lot. But mm-hmm. the fact that you like Hardy Boys and I like Nancy Drew, I feel like that puts us. It already makes us feel closer. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the powerful things about books and stories is it really can help you find common ground with people, regardless of your race, your skin color, your religion. You know, it's it's such a unifying thing.
1: Yeah, it's so true. Well, I mean, even just talking about Wonder Woman at the beginning, you know, yeah. people. They do that, you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't know if people are calling that pop culture now. I don't know, uh, whatever, but you it's know, over. movies, TV shows, books, you know, music, all of that. There's, there's that commonality that can be, uh, you know, it can transcend, like you said, races and and genders and everything. Like it's just all over yeah. the world. People can see or experience these things it creates a connection, which is amazing.
0: That's so true. There's, um, there's these two little girls that our story tent. They're 11 and 12 years old. They've been reading with us for about five years now. One's from Pakistan, and her religion's she's Muslim. Another little girl, the other girl is from Vietnam, and I I think she's Buddhist. I'm not entirely sure. And so we were talking to them. We're like, why do you guys come to the story tent every Saturday? And what's your favorite part? And so the little girl, like these two girls look at each other, and they're like, well, we love the stories. We love the prizes. You know, it makes us feel like an adult. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Just wait. (laughs) An adult's not that great, (laughs) but whatever. Um, and then they said, you know, and we, we met each other at the story tent and now we're best friends and it doesn't matter that we're from different countries or that we have different religions. We both like the same kind of books. That's awesome. It's like, Oh my gosh, precious. (laughs) If only, you know, such a great example. If we would just learn from our
1: youngsters. Oh, it's so true. Oh my gosh. You know, and you're right. Like we all have, you know, responsibilities as adults and all that good stuff, fun fun stuff, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but you know, seriously, like I think, well, I, we, we were watching Parks and Rec, and it's so funny. This, it. this quote just is, oh, I, I cannot forget this quote now. But when April says, <laughs> adults are boring. <laughs> yeah. And I went, yeah, that's really true, you know? So why it's can't so we true. have that, quote, childlike attitude, but yet adult-like responsibility?
0: Oh, that's a great challenge. Let's all try to do that this week. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know how but no, know, someone good. should write a book about it and i'll read it
1: uh, okay uh, let me write i'm gonna write a book uh i'm not a writer i'm, yes. a, I'm a speaker but i can write dictate right there we go yeah,
0: dictate and we'll find someone to edit i mean they say it's all in your editor anyways
1: so. oh i like that <laughs> we'll
0: find, and i know some good editors so you know yeah. together we can find it we can make it happen let's do this
1: oh kay. we could create, a, we create an credit. amazing book yes <laughs> no it's all right it'll be co-authored it'll be fun it could be
0: you know, we can even get a kid to author it with us because they oh, might yeah. have some of the child might need their input. That's
1: true. Yeah.
0: Good idea. Okay. buddy, steal the idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or
0: just collaborate with us.
1: Exactly. Well, you know what, though? It, it all comes down to who's actually willing to put in the work and most people don't.
0: That, that, is, true. that it's, is true.
1: It's interesting. You know, the escape room thing that's going on around. Yeah. right now. we did one. And once you get to the end of it, there's a treasure. It's not a map. It's a treasure riddle. You figure out the riddle and it's somewhere in the state of Colorado and you go after it. Now, we haven't figured it out yet, uh, but ironically, nobody's found it. And I thought, oh my gosh, oh. why haven't we found it? But there's no monetary value. So there's some oh. other cool thing. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's just like it takes one person to get up and do something and it takes everyone else to just do nothing.
0: That it's, is true. You know, simple. and that it just goes to show that each and every one of us has. So much power, you know. It's not easy, but a lot of it is just like you said, that discipline or that that decision. I'm gonna do it no matter what.
1: Yeah, exactly. You said that you had partnerships and and people supporting you and, and working with you. Yeah. Do you think you could have done this if you did it alone?
0: Oh, ah, I almost said a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Oh my gosh, I can't even do it with them some days. It's yeah. so hard. Um, no, I absolutely could not do it by myself. And there's there's a saying it says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm. Um, I totally, totally agree with that. And I will admit, sometimes it's hard to work with other people. And sometimes you do go slower. But I believe it's the only way to really, really, really go as far as you want to go. And to be honest, I mean, just think about my story today. Like I was going to be a crazy book lady with a suitcase going to countries. Like That's a very small vision. And it took other people kind of contributing to that vision to create what I have today and as we have you know new board members new partners it's making that vision even bigger i think i was the one that kind of lit the fire you know and kind of provided that initial leadership but there's i don't think there's any way we would have made it this far or that we'll get as far as we want to go without more partners and more people without the people listening today maybe <laughs>
1: yeah exactly i love that well i think a lot of people do struggle with having a great idea like you and then they they can't take it anywhere because they are trying to do it alone or you know it's uh-huh. we live in that DIY world right do it yourself yeah. Yeah. so yeah how did you how did you find these people in the first place
0: well man that is a great question so it started with friends and family you know i went people closest to me the people that couldn't run away when i talked about my ideas the ones who were obligated to help <laughs> like my mom and then from there you know we just kind of let our progress and our impact speak for itself i basically said yes to every speaking gig every community event you know anything i could do to get the word out there i sent press releases to people Um, we were able to get some good um, exposure which helped and then i think you know someone who's had a huge huge impact on our growth has been ted adams uh, the ceo at idw publishing and funny story i met him very randomly we were selling t-shirts at earth day in san diego about three years ago and ted walked up with his fiance at the time they bought a shirt Um, we started chatting. He gave me his card. He's like, "Yeah, if you ever need book donations, let me know." Mm. Um, so then I googled him. You know, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" IDW is the fourth largest comic book publisher in the U.S. Like, this guy is so cool and whatever. So I reached out. We got some books donated, and then we just kept talking. He came to some events. He started donating. His company sponsored one of our events, and then I approached him about joining our board of directors. Um, so he became a a board member, and through TED, like we've met so many amazing people we've been able to get connected with Comic-Con and Wynonna Earp and Kevin Eastman and um, and just his whole staff in general, you know? And so, I mean, that's one example, but I feel like I'm a pretty friendly person and I'm willing to talk about traveling stories to anyone who'll listen. <laughs> I tend to meet those kinds of people everywhere I go.
1: Nice. So yeah, you, you like to talk to people and you're also tenacious about it too.
0: Yeah, Let's I mean that's true. Like I follow up with them over and over again. <laughs> yes. Um. There's that. another <laughs> someone else who supports us, and it's kind of a funny story. If anyone's a soccer fan, uh, Landon Donovan, he uh, he's you know one of the best soccer players in in the U.S. And I wanted him to be involved with us, so I sent him a letter like two years ago. You know, just old school snail mail, and he responded. <laughs> Nice. and so you know then we just kept talking we met in person he's like I want to learn more about what you're doing before I can get behind it you know now we've been able to work on a couple of collaborations together and it's I still kind of geek out because sometimes he'll text me and I'm just like oh my gosh like Landon Donovan's texting me which hopefully he doesn't listen because I don't want him to think I'm a <laughs> psycho um,
1: oh well we all have our uh, fanboy and fangirlisms. <laughs> <laughs> no yep. no worries
0: no, you know, I mean, it's just, and that was random, you know, I just took a chance and I sent a letter to, you know, probably 50, 60 other people that I admire and none of them responded, but, um, but he did. So that's cool. I think, you know, part of it is just like putting it out there and not taking it personally. If you don't get the result you're looking for, yeah. you just never know. You never know. And everyone has different passions. So I don't want everyone necessarily to jump on board with, with what we're doing. Uh, I want people who are passionate about reading and literacy and empowering kids
1: yeah, absolutely. You know, and you are absolutely right about that because it's easy to fan fan over, you know, someone who you think, oh, my gosh, it would be amazing to have this person as part of it. Yeah. And I mean, I did that when I was hosting at at Heroes and Villains Fan Fests. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got to meet all the actors from Arrow and Flash. I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and, and then later I'm going, they're just people. Oh, my gosh. I, oh. This is so ridiculous. And then you just realize, you know what? Actually, what I hang out with this certain actor Mm. You know, if if they weren't famous, and I went, no, they're cool, they're cool, but they're not, they're not my kind of friend, right? right. Um, we don't resonate. And I was just like, okay, I got to look at it a little bit more like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's hard, you know. Especially, I mean, for me, like when I first started, I wanted, you know, I needed so much help. Yeah, that I was just like, anywhere it came from, I was like, yes, please. It took a really long time and a lot of faith to be like, wait, I'm building a brand, I'm building this program, I'm built, and it's different, and. It's not going to resonate with everyone, yeah, and it's okay.
1: That's okay. And you don't want to sell out to someone just because they're famous, and you know that person's like, "Oh, fine, I'll do it." You know, you want the person that's like, "Man, I really love what you're doing, and I resonate," and yeah, it's unexpected sometimes. They want to
0: add to your vision, not like change it.
1: Yeah, you know that that is so funny because you know in the world of podcasting, they they always would tell you. Well, at least I don't think this is much of a teaching thing anymore, but it used to be they would say, "Go get big names, interview them on your show, Mm -hmm. and you'll grow your audience." And I thought, okay, I mean, this was probably top five years ago. But you
0: got me. Just kidding. (laughs)
1: Exactly. You know, you're you're big names. (laughs) Just kidding. But no, and and I learned this years ago because I started doing that and I went, this isn't working and they don't even care about me. And I actually hosted the audiobooks.com podcast. Same thing. We got a couple of big name authors. They could have cared less about being on the show. It sounded like they were bored to death. And I was just like, this is terrible. Like I want yeah. to get people that actually are cool and that I like and that like us and you know we can have a good conversation and I started changing that and then of course you know later people started saying that getting big names doesn't matter anymore <laughs> and I said <laughs> yeah. I don't think it ever really yeah. did but hey whatever so yeah. yeah now I go after the people that are cool yeah. so that's why you're on the show
0: I really good I would rather be on here because I'm cool exactly. rather than being famous <laughs> that makes sense though you know I think people can identify authenticity and and yeah. we. Re- and, It draws us in.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. You said you're, well, talk a little bit about IDW because I know um, Kevin's brought that up a lot to me personally, but I'd like to to share it with the community here.
0: Yeah, well, IDW is awesome, first and foremost. (laughs) Um, Love their books. Love that they contribute to our story tent. I can't tell you how many kids at our story tent like the only book they read, or the first book they read is like Transformers or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then from there they just can't stop. Nice. Um, so love IDW, and I love that we get to work with them on a very special sweepstakes. We worked with IDW to put together this awesome prize for San Diego Comic Con. It's two passes to get in, so for it, you know, you get to go the whole thing. Um, it's hotel accommodation, it's airfare, anywhere within the United, the continental United States. Tickets to the Winona Earp cast party. And it's a meet and greet with Kevin Eastman, the co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And that prize, I mean, I don't even know if you could buy that prize if... you know, I don't think you could. I don't think you could. And we all know that San Diego Comic-Con is already sold out. Hotels in San Diego are already sold out. Um, So it's just going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing experience for that lucky winner. Um, So we're running a sweepstakes right now. We've been doing it since, I think, March. And every dollar that you donate to Traveling Stories uh, through the website is an entry so if you give ten dollars you get ten, ten chances to win oh, the sweepstakes nice. it closes wednesday at june 14th and then we're gonna announce the winner the following wednesday okay and they're gonna get that awesome prize and everyone who submits you know everyone who donates at least you know even if you don't win the grand prize you get to know hey you helped a kid fall in love with reading you could have changed their life forever and ever and ever you made the world a better place so and all of that's made possible because of idw um and also because of san diego comic-con for um they're donating the passes and they're letting us run the sweepstakes um they gave us permission to use you know their logo and their name and all of that which we really really appreciate you know they have so many so many things going on both idw and comic-con have so much going on so you know we're grateful we're excited that they wanted to partner with us it's opened so many doors to connect with other people who are interested in comic-con that's the gist of it
1: that is awesome all right so where where should uh People go basically to... To (laughs) To enter. Yeah, and And to
0: learn more, and to learn more. Although why I learned... I think you learned enough, you know, just enter. (laughs) 10 bucks. We can all spare 10 bucks. That's like one one glass of wine. Yeah. You can text on your smartphone. You can text SDCC17. So it's like SDCC, San Diego Comic-Con 17, because it's 2017, to the number 51555. If you do that, uh, you will get the link to enter just texted to you.
1: Yeah, we'll post it on the show notes for sure. But I like it. So text SDCC17251555. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, yeah all that will be in the show notes. It'll it'll be nice.
0: And just if anyone's wondering, like all of that money, all the proceeds is going directly to Traveling Stories. Comic-Con, Sandy, uh, IDW, all of them have donated. Kevin Eastman, Wynona Herb, all of those people have donated their aspects of the prize so that all this money can go to the programs for the kids.
1: That is so cool.
0: I know, and we're yeah. already up to. We were up to. Let's see. We we, we our goal is fifteen thousand, and we surpassed that yesterday. I oh, think. Nice. Um. So I'm curious to see if we could get to twenty thousand. That would fund one story tent for a whole year for five hundred kids.
1: Oh, that's awesome! Isn't that crazy. That is amazing. You know, I, right. I and it's so neat too that you've been able to partner with so many you know big things too. Not just like oh, you get a gift certificate to this local thing. You know, because people from <laughs> all over can say. I want to enter in this, you know, in this. and not to mention, I actually believe in this. I want to support this. This is great.
0: Yeah. it's a, I mean, we're always looking for win-win situations. We don't want to be that charity. That's just always asking for handouts. Yeah. Um, and so we really want to give donors and, and people out there something really great because what they're giving us is really great. And we're going to be able to spread it really far and really do a lot of good. And yeah, I mean, this prize, gosh, it's going to be amazing. It's such a great VIP experience.
1: Yeah, it oh, like is you awesome!
0: <laughs> you can enter. You can enter anywhere, actually. Like even uh, internationally. Like if anyone's listening from outside the U.S., you can enter as well. Um, you just would have to fly to the U.S. and then we would get you from you know wherever you are in the U.S. to San Diego Comic Con. Nice. But anyone in the world can enter.
1: That really is a great prize too, because you know, uh, like like you said, I mean, San Diego Comic Con sells out in the first day. So, yeah, I yeah. think it was
0: in like an hour this year.
1: Oh my gosh. It's incredible, yeah.
0: and we I, were—I know. Oh my goodness!
1: I want to go so badly, but it's just like, yeah, i, I can't ever get in, and I'm just like, I okay, I got to work out a media thing somehow. I just got to figure out what's a benefit, right? But right. Uh, someday.
0: Well, and then I mean, a lot of people forget. Like, okay, if you get into Comic Con, well, then you got to worry about the hotel. Yes. And even for us, like, we were so relieved when we got the hotel because we got like one of the last ones, and I think that was a couple of months ago when we booked it. It's crazy. Yeah, it crazy. is. It's, it's but. It, it's an amazing weekend. I was fortunate enough to get to go to Comic Con, San Diego Comic-Con last year. And gosh, just amazing. Overwhelming for sure, but super amazing. Oh, and you know what? Do you want to know a secret? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, like it's secrets. not for sure yet, but we're working. <laughs> Traveling Stories is working on um, putting together a little party during Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con. And it looks like it's going to be a costume contest. Ooh randomly enough we may have some very special judges who actually used to play uh in the nfl i'm really? gonna see if they'll yeah it's not fun oh, and random that's awesome yeah so we'll see so if, if you know for anyone who's coming to san diego comic-con um follow traveling stories on facebook so that you know all the details when we get that event all figured out because it's gonna be super fun super awesome if you're not coming to comic-con and you're in san diego you can still come to our
1: party i will make sure to link that as well the the facebook so you can posted. follow and Yeah,
0: as soon as the details
1: firmed up. That's awesome. That's so cool. I keep telling Kevin that I'll be his personal slave (laughs) if he'll somehow get me there.
0: Dude, you might have better luck saying that to me and my team.
1: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what we can do. We'll see what jobs we have.
1: That would be so cool.
0: I mean, we could do some live broadcasting, you know, from our party.
1: Yeah, I'd be broadcasting like crazy all over this.
0: (laughs) It'd be so much fun
1: brainstorm <laughs> Ooh, we just, we'll just keep talking this is yeah 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 i like this <laughs> yeah yeah
0: uh, well, his, okay. i mean we already figured out we we're doing a book together yes. now we're gonna be doing other work together it's
1: great that's honestly that's something that i i just love doing that because like you said earlier if you want to go far work together and and i truly truly believe in, in doing that you know finding a way that you can actually benefit each other and do something you know because it's like Everybody, again, everybody tries to do it alone and it's like, no, come on, let's come together. We can do so much more and so much yeah. greater things for the world if we work together.
0: That's true. It's hard sometimes though. I like, I would, it is, I mean, you can talk to my team members and they can tell you that I definitely have struggled with trust issues, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, like having to like let things go and let other people be involved and, and take ownership roles. But you're right. I mean, it's, it doesn't help anyone if you try to do everything by yourself they are just going to
1: burn out. Totally. And I understand too, because you know, you obviously will do what you need to do the best because it's your vision yeah. and anybody else coming in is not going to have necessary. Well, they're not going to have that same level of vision because they're not you, but right. they're going to have, hopefully, a, you know, they're sh- they're going to share the vision, but I yeah. know what you mean. They may not do it exactly like you would do it, or they may not even do it as well as you would do it just because, um, you know, they're a different person. And uh, uh, that's, that is hard. I totally that's understand hard. that
0: it makes you a better person i'm becoming a better person
1: well and you're probably (laughs) becoming a better communicator and and oh that's awesome too yeah i love that okay so what's been your role with winona erp then
0: well i started off just as a fan (laughs) which so to be fair i watched i watched season one and Uh i actually got scared and i didn't watch it for a while which i'm a scaredy cat
1: it is a little Um, intense though i'll admit
0: it is. The first one. And I was telling Ted and he just kind of laughed or rolled his eyes and I was like, whatever. So then I finally started again. It was a rare weekend where I didn't have have plans. And so I literally stayed in bed like the whole weekend and I binge watched all of season one. <laughs> it was incredible and I loved it. And I, I had a similar, you know, how I was gushing about Wonder Woman. That's how I felt about Herb. Yeah. One of the reasons besides the fact that we liked the show ourselves um, one of the reasons that we wanted to incorporate them into the sweepstakes is because of the amazing fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a show that's only been around one season, it's I mean, I don't know how they did it. The fans are so amazing. And they're so not like they've been so sweet to us as traveling stories. They're following us on Instagram. They're, you know, retweeting things. They're sending us nice messages. Wow, they're just great human beings. I love. I'm, obviously, I haven't met every single one of them, but sure. all the ones I've interacted with have been amazing.
1: I have heard actually that they are some of the best fans ever.
0: I mean, sci-fi was bragging about them yeah like just the team at winona earp has been so supportive of traveling stories and like which i don't know it's just really really refreshing and it seems like they really want to collaborate and they really want to help kids fall in love with reading i don't know it made me like the show even more
1: i love the people are, are working together and giving back and helping actually help and make a difference because that's like like you mentioned with Wonder Woman and all that, it's like you, you start to see people who say, Here's a vision and now we're actually making a difference and we're helping people yes. and we're bettering people and oh that's that's so great. It's not just oh my gosh, I have had this I mean, people <laughs> would say this all the time, you know, oh watching TV is such a waste of time. Mm. And I'm like, Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that it can be for sure. <laughs> but you start to see what shows like white one and ARPA are doing in, you know, working with you and yes. I w and it's just like all of a sudden you have a lot more than just entertainment. You have a mission. You have a vision. You've got, you know, reaching out and helping others. And and now like doing what you're doing with traveling stories, like they're helping you to educate kids. Like this is incredible. So I know. And
0: one of my favorite things too, like a lot of people will come up to me and they're like, Oh, what you're doing is so cool. Like I want to quit my job. And, (laughs) Work for a nonprofit. I'm like, no, stay (laughs) at your job and like donate and come volunteer. Yeah, that's so true. Um, you know, the world doesn't need everyone to run nonprofits. But the other thing too, you know, something you brought up with traveling stories, we're primarily working with kids who uh, are kind of reluctant readers. Mm. So maybe they don't like reading, they don't want to go to a library, they don't, you know, it's just not something that they naturally are gravitating toward. But they like TV, they like skateboarders, they like soccer players, they like you know, all these different things. And so if we can collaborate with a TV show that kids look up to or with Landon Donovan, a soccer player that they look up to, um, and if those people can help support reading and and advertise and use their platform to say reading is cool and reading is something that we value, uh, that does a lot too for us as we're trying to reach these kids. It's just on so many levels. It's so great for us to be able to partner with, with entertainers and storytellers.
1: Well, they've got the platform. And yep. if they believe, going back to what we were talking about earlier, if they believe in what you're doing, then yeah, absolutely.
0: And it's, I mean, it's, it's one true. thing for me to tell the kid like, Hey, reading's cool, but
1: if Landon comes in, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. If he says reading's cool, I've <laughs> seen it happen, man. It makes me yeah. feel, <laughs> makes me feel like crap, but whatever.
1: Yeah, it's true. Though.
0: Tom, I just said the same thing. Well, no. I get it. I get no. it. I don't always listen to my mom. Sometimes I need someone else to tell me.
1: Yep. So. I know. I know. Well, for, for some reason we trust famous people. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I love it. All right, so uh, give me your website, all that information. Let's let's share that so that we can all go check it out and get involved.
0: Travelingstories.org. Our social media, we're on Facebook at Traveling Stories, t- Twitter, Instagram. Great places to find like the up-to-date, most recent news about about stuff that we're doing. But honestly, if you go to our Twitter account, like I think we have a post. Um, pinned to the top for the sweepstakes okay. uh, on our facebook we're posting about it obnoxiously uh, but we also have really cute pictures on our facebook and instagram and twitter all about our new programs about our weekly programs um, pictures of kids reading stories about the impacts that we're making um, so if you're looking for a little inspiration or something to just put a smile on your face uh, definitely give us a follow that's that's one of our goals we want to inspire you
1: love it Oh, Emily, thank you so much for your time. This was so awesome, and I appreciate you sharing all of this stuff, and and kudos to what you are doing. It is amazing.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for helping us spread the word. Of course. Um, if anyone wants to get involved, send us a message, uh, info at travelingstories.org. Hopefully, we'll see you at Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con.
1: That would be so awesome. We're, <laughs> we got to make this work.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's make it. Let's, let's gotta, where there's a will, there is a way.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's so cool. I you know I really appreciate when somebody has done something that makes a huge difference. I think we all strive to do that. And I love what she said. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, work together. I love so much what Emily is doing that. I would encourage you to support traveling stories. Even if you don't care about going to comic-con or if you miss missed the deadline, just support traveling stories. I think it's cool. I really do love. One of the things that I love doing here on the real Brian show is connecting people. And so when I hear stories like this, I get excited and I want them to succeed so I do want Emily to succeed. I do want her team to succeed. I want those kids to learn how to read, to be educated, to fall in love with reading, as she said. And so regardless of whether you're entering the comic con, you know, sweepstakes or not consider supporting her. If you are interested in entering the sweepstakes for comic con, the link will be in the show notes. Go to realbryanshow.com slash zero five eight. And uh, like I said, down on the show notes, you'll have the link to this. If you want to go do that. You have until Wednesday, June 14th, get it in. Before it's too late, if you, you know, want a chance to win Comic-Con tickets and some pretty awesome exclusive stuff, you also get a chance to support Traveling Stories, which is so awesome. Emily, thank you. This was fun. We're back tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Tomorrow's going to get crazy. Got a special guest joining us here in The Real Brian Show Studios. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining me. I am The Real Brian. Signing off.
0: The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.